Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. Happy Sunday morning, everybody, and welcome into Sports Sunday. Ooh, indeed. Two claps and a Ric Flair. I think, I think, I think, I think with my big brain that we are in the final day of not summer. Uh, it is supposed to be in some, some, some 70s this they, week. They always say, and this is something that I have learned, they always say that the Starlight Parade at the Rose Festival is the start of summer in Portland. When was that? Do they do they say somebody said that? That oh, we, people always say that. Yeah, the unofficial start. The of unofficial summer. start of summer is the Starlight Parade. Now that was yesterday, so a clearly not immediate start of summer. But in the ten day forecast, after today, we good baby. <laughs> Look at the forecast. There's like one day of rain in the next ten. Start of summer commence tomorrow. It's that end of the school year uh, weather. You know, yeah. this was the best time. Like. To, to go to, like, high school or middle school because you know that last, like, week and a half was going to be so, so nice. Those morning vibes hit different. Way different. When you can wear shorts to school and no jacket. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. It's, yeah, it's starting to get today real. because I'm just done wearing jeans and a jacket. Well, I'm I fe- fighting the rain back. Screw you. I feel like over the last few years, and, I mean, being an Oregonian, you, you come to learn this, is that you can't trust that first weekend of June. I know no. that you want to, like, hey, it's June. Again, summer is around the corner for kids here. I mean, we're, we're there. We're, it, we're at summer, baby. We, we made it. But you just can't. I've had some camping trips. I've had some things that have happened that first weekend of June where the weather is just not quite there yet. Yeah. And it's just a total bummer. And you so get- I, I plan everything. and Any sort of outdoor activities, it's got to be after the second weekend of uh, June. And you end up getting fooled. In yep. June, because there'll be one, maybe two days in between there at the very beginning was like, okay, 
I can do this. Here we go. And then here comes the rain, like, within hours, just to S on your, you know, parade. So it's just one of those things, man. Like These last two weeks have sucked, too, because they've been really nice during the weekdays, and then the weekends have been really bad. I know. The I know. It's beautiful. I can't do anything. Week. Yeah. yeah. I'm it's just looking out the window at all the people have fun, you know, and put on their 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 hoochie shorts for guys. You know those ones for yeah. guys that we wear now that are like like three inches above the knee. You've seen a lot of guys. I and can't I'm gonna do Joe, that. Joe, I'm sure you've seen a lot of guys with oh, those. Yeah, I've seen yes. Mike pull them off many times. How, you, you have yeah. not seen me pull oh, it yeah. off many yeah, times. He, he, he doesn't know. He doesn't know that's what they're called. But oh, yeah, is that what I'm wearing right now? Hoochie shorts. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> hey man. Hey man. Like that's a guy. That's a thing that guys are starting to. You know, we're starting to show off our attributes. If you know what I'm talking about. Uh, um, wink, wink, guys. Yeah, I do know what yeah. you're talking about, yes. Yeah, so those are ways to really be a creep without actually saying that you're a creep. If I uh, wore those, you would just see the difference in skin color between my thighs and the rest of my body, basically. <laughs> mm. Pasty white. Well, that would be for most of us there, Joe. Pasty white. But, yeah, so just looking at the weather, after today, like tomorrow there's a.m. showers. And then after that, 78, 73, 72, mostly cloudy, mostly cloudy, partly sunny, partly sunny. Basically every day except for one day next week. Those so get partly ready. cloudy Summer's days. Here, baby. Those partly cloudy days, those just make for really muggy days here. They do, Portland. but what happens is at the end of the day, the clouds tend to break up, and you get a lot of sun, and it's beautiful out, and you get home from work, and you get to go sit outside somewhere at your house and have some food or read a book or listen to music or, I don't know, just sit there and take it in. Yeah. I'm tired of the rain. This has been... Like, I, I like the rain. I like the winters. I, I'm okay with them. I have kind of adjusted. But April and May, I think they said was the rainiest April and May we've ever had in the state. So uh, I'm feeling it. Wasn't I'm it done. the rainiest April and, like, 10th rainiest May or yep. something like that? And I think that. the combination was rainiest of the two. Ah, wonderful. And uh, so, yeah, we've, uh, we're not in a drought anymore, or at least we're at the lowest level of a drought. So that's good. That's a positive. Well, until summer gets here. It's been well, but, um, We've been in a drought for like six years, right? So that's good. Yeah, I suppose. But then the summer drought comes is and over four. What? The drought is over four. Just a little uh, Wade mixtapes over here. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I I thought the, the, the first and second one were his. The drought? Yeah. I'll Those have to go back and look at the track list. But it, um, I mean. The, You've lost the, me. The funny thing about the Oregon weather is, I think it was on Saturday or Friday, one of the two days, is I, I went out to the driving range, and it was, like, sprinkling, but there were still people out hitting balls off, like, the grass area and putting and chipping as it was still raining, and I just took a second. I was like, this cracks me up. I was like, this is just, this is Oregon, baby. No, you fight through it. it. This is, I was like, we're we're all used to this. If, if it's sprinkling a little bit, nothing's going to stop me from yeah, getting no, my, this pit, is, you know, my base, pitching and chipping practice in. You Are know, you kidding so I, me? I was at my sister's softball game, and the rain started coming down. And I think other places, they might say, okay, we're going to call we're it. Done. We're you done. Know, just because there's too much rain and everything. They're like, nope. It really had to start pouring before they said, okay, we're just going to, we're going to break for a minute and see if it stops, and then we'll come back from it. But other states, especially ones that don't get rain, like living in Vegas for a while, um, when it rained, people freaked out. Freaked out, like, negatively? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, ha- car accidents. I'm talking, like, less than an inch <laughs> of rain. Apocalyptic. You know, look, it was, it was, it was crazy, you know, like, um, all the time. Like, traffic was terrible. There was always at least a couple of car accidents somewhere just because, you know, you can drive, like, 80 You thought COVID shut down the city. Oh, my gosh, man. Mm-hmm. Like, wait until it rains a wait till it rains half a quarter of an inch. No, people lose their minds. It was the craziest thing. And I'm sitting there from Oregon, like, 
What's the problem? Like, I mean, this is this isn't rain. Well, this, that, is, a, this is this is a nice this is a nice drizzle. See that uh, Las Vegas's rain is our snow because when we get a little bit of snow here, I mean, same School's thing. Canceled. It's just you know, no holds barred out there. They cancel school like all the time for for snow for no reason. Like, look outside and see there's a little snow on the ground. It's like okay, ten we hour commute. We can make it, and school's been canceled for the day, and then the snow's melted by eleven o'clock. You know, I, yes, that is very true, but it's also the the area's fault for that. I mean, they don't really know how to take care of it, nor do they have enough pieces of equipment to take care of said snow, right? Like They've gotten better, I'd say. They've gotten better, but the fact of the matter is is that oftentimes you might be three days after the initial snowstorm and your, your street may not have been uh, plowed yet. It's just, you're just sitting there waiting, and maybe you live near a hill. There's lots of hills over here, and you got ice and snow just packed down on the road because no one's come through to clean it out for you. And you're stuck. Like, what are you supposed to do? I ain't doing it. Well, I know you're not doing it. You're not supposed <laughs> to do it. I mean, you're supposed you're to do your own driveway. But... And and like I said, the, the the cold part is the snow is typically melted within a few hours. So as far as needing the streets plowed or anything like that, if well, it you... rain, if it snows, excuse yeah. me, if it snows at night and stuff like where I live, like usually I get up and it's like, okay, Dude, well, that's, that's such a uh, a snow day blue balls moment though. If you're gonna snow, snow, okay. Yeah. Give all me, day. Give me five to eight inches of I want snowmen. snow. I want snow angels. Yeah. I want all that stuff. I want the ability to do all those things. Yeah, but typically. The, like the snow we got this year was so weak. It was like one inch of a dusting that melted by noon. And yeah, it was thank like, God. Yeah. The, but snow here is terrible. If, I don't want snow here. If you got kids, <laughs> like it's when, you, when you're a kid. Snow. I'm tired of snow. When, when you're a kid, snow days are awesome, right? I'm home from school. It's cereal and candy and everything before noon, typically, you know, cookies, all those things together. And then, you know, and then you just watch, you know, when you're a kid, TV gets boring, like right around 12 o'clock, though, because there's nothing else on, you know. You've watched Nick Jr. reruns for three hours. Yeah, it's like, okay, now I can't watch Eureka's Castle anymore, you know. But now, like now that you're a parent, like you're home with your kid all day and it's cool, you know, for a little bit. But, yo, you got to feed them. Like three times, you know what I'm saying? All throughout the day, you got to give snacks. You got to keep them entertained. Bro, I feel like you got to do sh- homework. I feel like a chef when I when I Man, have my son. I'm whipping up all type of stuff, and then don't let it be like snow to where you can't really drive I got anywhere. Doritos for now. on the one hand, and I got the gogurts in the other hand, and Man, I'm chefing it up. Seriously, that's what you're. That's what you're doing. You're, you'll see, Lynch. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, you'll I, see. I'm making that joke because I'm I'm living it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got this text that says, sunny here in Central Oregon already. Multiple days of rain, though. Green here like I've never seen it here. Go summer. How long? Look at that. Awesome. I've never seen it here. What is your uh, sample size? Are we talking five years? 20? 30? Boy, I can't My answer that question. My entire life, I'd like to know. I can't answer that question, but that's good to hear. Greener than you've ever seen it there. Even if it's five years, that's good. You know, I'm going- the last five years have had a lot of fires. I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to the end of July going to... Bend, Central Oregon. Haven't been there since 2015. Mm. And uh, you're doing a golf trip, right? Doing a golf trip. Yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to that. It, that that area is just. I don't know when the last time you guys were there, but man, uh, shoot, I went to Bend like 2017, 18 was the last time I went yeah. there. So I think I was last there. Yeah, probably 2000. 17 ish yeah. similar knock on wood that everything is you know forests are all healthy and clean and everything's going well over there uh by that time but good to hear that it's uh looking nice over there in oh Central yeah Oregon. i went to mount bachelor you know it was pretty 
You shred the slopes? I did Some not. Fresh pow, I was shred the gnar. Honestly, I Some did not. Fresh I was pow, pow, bro. I was there on a um some type of training or conference type thing for my old job. So it sucked, but I didn't get a chance to really see everything I wanted no to. No pizza but, or french frying? No, but then we actually got a chance to go out into the little uh city question mark. I don't know what Bend? it's called. Yeah. <laughs> You this know, person has answered 15 years they've been there. Okay. I'll take that sample size. That's a good sample size. That's good. That's solid. Yeah. So, no, Bend is awesome. You should enjoy yourself. You should enjoy yourself. All right. Well, let's take a break. Coming up, we'll uh, we'll chat some NBA finals, shall we? We have hit the finals, and we had, depending on your outlook, a very surprising game one of the NBA finals. And it was fascinating to see how the game changed multiple times. And the analytics crowd versus the eye test crowd are really going to go head-to-head in this series because they are on complete other sides of the coin. So we will begin there. This is Sports Sunday. You can text us at 503-250-1080, and uh, we will begin there next. This is The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Well, we got DJ Fish Sticks back today. I like this beat. What is this? Uh, Rashad's favorite, Lil Uzi Vert. Mess with Uzi. Honestly, uh, his album that, what was it, two years ago? 2020? I forget what it's called. Yeah, an album two years ago listen, that was listen, amazing. Uzi is... I'm not one of those people that, like, kind of push back on new new rap. Like, if you're good, you're good. I'm going to mess with you. You know what I mean? But Uzi is, he is festival good. You know what I mean? Like, you you put him in any festival, and he's the the, the best performance that'll that'll be there. And his songs, everything to get everybody involved. Like, I really mess with Uzi. He's, he's to get the party going. So, are so. You, when you say festival good, 
Like, like are, so, are, are so you like, okay, so like he just so, has a bunch of. So bangers? there are some guys that can come, or some people that come to a festival and they just perform their songs, and it was cool, great. I know mm-hmm. that song, I sang along, and it was cool. Uzi's in there with the crowd. You know, shirt off, sweating. Now I do what I want. Like he's a he's a performer. So when you go to a so when you go to a a festival or something like that, and he's up there, he's he's James Brown. Like he's the hardest working man in show business when when he's up there. So yeah, I mess with Uzi and his songs are they go like they're they're fun. That was a cool beat. Yeah, I mess with Kodak too. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's some. He's a weirdo, but you know I like his music. Yeah, I'm I'm not to get too into the weeds here. We don't need to do that. I am starting to appreciate well-done mumble rap more than I used to. I used to hear it, and I was like, this is all garbage. And then I've heard a couple now where I'm like, you know what? That's actually kind of catchy. And I can see why that, that might be popular. I'm not supposed to like Lil Baby. He is so fresh to me. Like, I mean, he really, really spits, and you have to listen to what he's saying. It's like, man, that was a bar. Ooh. Yeah. That was tight. So yeah, there's there's some of these new rappers where I reluctantly like well, I have to say like yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, like okay, you you, you might have me there. Yeah, exactly. Eternal a take is the album that uh, Lil Uzi came out with in 2020. That's got like I feel like it has like 30 songs on it, but uh, there there's some good ones on there. Can I ask something very white? Better um, than anyone, Lynch. Yes, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, I get Lil Uzi. What is Lil Uzi Vert? Why vert? It's a good question. Is there for a Sean? reason for it? <laughs> There's a good probably, question. You know, uh, probably go, <laughs> other a, white guy a, says a gun. Hmm. A gun reference. I wonder too. A gun reference. Okay, know. but the Uzi is the gun. Is the, yeah. is vert a gun reference? Probably, potentially. Maybe okay. it's a. Maybe his name is like Vertavius or something like that. So who knows? You know, it, well, it could be. It could be anything. That is his real rap name. If that's his name, because that's awesome. Yeah, it Vertavius. Could be, yeah, Vertavius is a, you know. <laughs> We, we we love uh Vertavia's parents have a real good marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I guarantee his name is something along those lines. That little, was that a little Kendrick reference right there? Oh, eight mile. Oh, that was eight mile. Oh, okay. The way you said it, I kind of heard like uh, a little Kendrick line in there. All right, let's get to the NBA finals. Okay, let's uh, enough with the little Uzi verting, although it was my fault. Um, <laughs> None of this little Uzi verting. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you kids. <laughs> Why don't you listen to Aerosmith, man? <laughs> uh, the second game of the NBA finals is today, five o'clock. Celtics, Warriors. I imagine the game is on the fan today. Um, Boston's up 1 0 in the series after what was a pretty crazy. Game one of the NBA Finals. There is a big battle of eye test versus analytics going on this year, where when you watch the two teams play, or at least when you've been watching them throughout the playoffs up until this point, it felt like it was only a matter of time before Boston kind of met their match offensively and Golden State would kind of take the series, you know, five or six games. Like, you know, Boston's good, obviously. They made it to the finals. But eye test wise, it's like, yeah, the Warriors are the better team. But all of these websites that do all the the super high-end analytics stuff in the NBA were, like, universally picking Boston to win the series. Like, I think uh, I, I saw one of them say that, like, 95% of the models had Boston winning the series. And you're just like, oh, okay. So it's an interesting kind of combination of new school, old school in the way that we view the sport. And game one was kind of that in a microcosm because it was warriors, warriors, warriors. And then, Oh my God, the fourth quarter. And all of a sudden Boston wins by double digits. 
it was it was it was unbelievable the change that happened in the fourth. Yeah, and it, I I am still kind of reeling from how dominant Boston was in that quarter. A couple things happened in that game um, that I don't think people are talking about enough. Number one, uh, the Warriors are winning that game for seventy five percent of the time. You know, for for what the forty eight minutes that were played, the Warriors are winning. 38 of them somewhere around there, you know, like that, that were, they were that good for that long. And then at the end, I think they just, they stopped leaving Steph Curry open number one. So he was working for shots all of a sudden, instead of like, for whatever reason, the first half and even the first three quarters, Steph was getting whatever shot that he wanted. Like there were times that he was wide open. And I think everybody watching the game was going, what the are you doing? Why is Steph Curry wide open like that splash? Like he's not going to miss those shots. And so he was making a whole lot of open shots. And there was a point where Mark Jackson said, yeah, maybe Ime Udoka should introduce his squad to Steph Curry, maybe, you know, just to understand who he is. Like, yeah, like, what are they thinking about? The second half, really into the, the end of the third and into the fourth, that's when they started making sure they got to those spots that Steph likes to get to before he could actually um, get a comfortable shot. If Steph doesn't need a comfortable shot. The last thing you need for him to do is have a shot in rhythm. So if you can get him to throw up one of those circus threes, you live with that, right? You just, you know, okay, if that's the shot you're going to take, then fine. You know what I mean? But if you let him get shots in rhythm off a dribble, it's a wrap for you. Man, Marcus Smart is – Cowherd made this point, and I hate agreeing with Cowherd, but, you know, you're not really expecting him to give you a lot offensively. But when he does, you're like, you're you're not going to lose a lot of games. And Marcus Smart, you know, came through for his team with with 18 points and had a couple steals and, and just was doing Marcus Smart type things and especially picked up the the slack for Jason Tatum who just couldn't get it going. Like he, well, he offensively he couldn't get it going. He ended up getting 13 assists on the night, you know, just to, to because he was more of a decoy at a point, but he couldn't get it going and Marcus Smart stepped up for him. And, and Smart can do that. You're right. The one for me that was notable was. Who is this Al Horford, and what happened to the guy that we've been watching for the last, like, five years? Because Horford, what was it? He had, like, uh, 40 points a round or two ago. I can't remember. There's been so many little storylines around this. But didn't he score? I'm going to go to his game log to find it. Uh, 30 points. There it is. Yeah, he scored 30 points against the Bucks in game four in, a, in an eight-point win. And then he scored 26 points on in game one on Thursday. I don't. I'm having trouble wrapping my mind around it because Al Horford for, I mean, this is like young Al Horford again. This has not been who Al Horford's been for the last multiple amount of years. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I agree with that. Last year, Al Horford averaged what? 14, right. 14 and six. Well, he, this is, this is right around who His he ability is. You know? To get up to 30 though. Hey, you know, because what people forget is that Horford can stretch the floor and shoot that three point shot. Horford is a beast down low when he's, you know, the person that's getting fed a lot. You know, he he was an all-star. He was the leader of a playoff team for years in Atlanta and then came to Boston and was still. Well, he wasn't. Was he the leader? Yeah. Because he was like one of the big three they had there, right? I mean, him, Josh Smith. But, yeah, he was the leader of that team. I always considered Smith the best player there. Did you? Uh, If I remember correctly. uh, I mean, I thought Smith had the most bounce and was probably the most, you know, exciting player but or Horford was, has been there he was their all-star you know during that time and so we know he that he's still a, and yeah. he's a crafty enough player to where like I might not have to give you a lot of body maybe a little bit and then back up and oh 
fall away jumper. Like he's got his bag is is full as far as his offensive move set. And so I think Al Horford is just one of those veteran pickups that everybody wanted, but he decided he wanted to go back to Boston. He had an okay year in Philly where he didn't play, you know, a whole whole bunch. Then a really good year in OKC with that team that, you know, end up being okay with uh, Gildress Alexander. But, yo, he found his place. He found his rhythm. And now he's not asked to be the star. When you're not asked to be the star, you can just play your role. And most most centers, most guys that are guarding him, Looney is going to have not going to have a great time guarding him. That's just not the way it's going to go. It does uh, feel like a little bit to me that this series may be a bit of a series of the second, third tier players. Uh, obviously, Jason Tatum had a crappy game in game one, and and that almost immediately pokes a hole in my point that I'm trying to make. But you know that Steph's going to get his points. You know that generally Jason Tatum's going to get his points. Jalen Brown's going to score. They'll all, they'll all get over 20 almost every game. But when you've got Derek White scoring 21 for you off the bench and you have an Al Horford game like that or you have a Marcus Smart game like that, that's your tier two, tier three players. And then you see Jordan Poole can't hit water out of a boat. He scores nine points off the bench. Um, and Dre, uh, not sorry, not Draymond. Uh, Otto Porter contributes but only gets you 12 points. Like That's kind of the story of the game, is it not? That your your secondary and, and tertiary players were great for Boston. Yeah. And Golden State had a little bit more issues with them than they have been having. I mean, Clay only got 15 points, to, and, for and, example. So it's it's it could be a series of that, of yeah. balancing who who gets hot on that second tier or third tier to keep those those games uh or, or to win those games for those teams. And if we're being real, if we're just thinking about things honestly, uh the the two of the best four players on the floor belong to Boston, you know, or I mean, possibly even three of the best five players on the floor play for the Celtics. So it's, it's, I mean, at this point, clay is still trying to get back to clay Thompson, but 15 points ain't going to get it. Marcus uh, Jalen Brown uh, has been great. These last few games in the playoffs, Jason Tatum, obviously we, we don't expect him to score 12 again. We expect him to be better after Steph, you know, the best players on the floor go Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, uh, uh, Jalen Brown, possibly Marcus Smart, and then you get into uh, Draymond and all those other guys from there. Like, so there's a good chance that that wasn't a fluke, you know? Like, and here's this. Does anybody know uh, who the head coach of the uh, Warriors G League team was last season? The Warriors G League team? Yeah, like the affiliate team and knows guys like Jordan Poole and how they play because he played for them. I don't know. And knows guys. And it's Aaron Miles. He's the assistant for Boston. Mm. So if he knows the playbook. He knows where they're going. He knows those guys from the G League that got called up. He knows how they play. This isn't new to him. And so when you have somebody that kind of knows your your playbook a little bit, yeah, that that's going to help. And so, again, when you're talking about just pushing Steph uh, and – positions that make him put him in positions that make him uncomfortable he's Steph Curry so there are very few of those but not giving him open jumpers making sure he has to search uh you don't give him chances to go off the dribble all the time like there are certain things you can do as a coach to throw guys off their rhythm and I think in the fourth quarter they did a good job of doing that and I mean a lot of that has to go to you know the 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 coaching staff Ime Udoka and the staff know how to make their team continue to fight because in most cases for most teams that game is over the Warriors go on that third quarter run like they always, always do, and do. it's a wrap. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not 
this team fought back, and they fought back with their best players struggling. And I think that's the 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 part that's we have to remember. Like their best player couldn't. You just mentioned uh, Jordan Poole not being able to hit water out of a boat. That's exactly where Jason Tatum was on on Thursday night. And so I don't expect him to have another stinker like he did on Thursday. I expect him to be much more aggressive and you know much more accurate. However. I think feel like somebody's going to regress from that Boston team. You know, I don't know if whether it's having the great game from from uh, Jalen Brown like that in the fourth quarter, or Marcus Smart going off for eighteen. But we know somebody's going to take a step back. Well, that may be the case, or is it possible that the Warriors are facing one of the greatest defenses we've ever seen? Because that's been bandied about as well. And we'll get to that next. First, Joe is sports. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. I realize that I buried the lead. We'll get to the Celtics defense in a second. But I buried the lead. And that is, did we talk about this last week? No. Oh, no. We didn't have a show last week. That's right. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the dunk has been proven. We buried oh, the lead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I forgot that it happened. Uh, but Rashad was telling me a story of him playing basketball this week, and I went, oh, that's right. He sent us the video of the dunk. And I did. You know what? I apologize. It's all good, man. Because you did prove us wrong. As far as, far as I know, it was a regulation basketball hoop. Basketball ring, as Ted Cruz would say. But uh, <laughs> it was a good dunk. It, it was a solid dunk. You didn't struggle with it. It wasn't like, uh, ah, no, it went in. You were well, You were above the rim, and you got it to go. 
It was a good dunk. Uh, I always believed in Rashad. I knew he could do it. I'm glad he did it. I didn't need to see the video because I knew he could do it. Joe, I don't believe you one bit. <clears throat> You're see, the I, one. I took the, you I were took the main the one here. You were the main one, Joe. Well, guess what? That was for you. You couldn't see the rest of the video because I had, you know, I was going to have kids do it. And I started to give you the DX uh, <laughs> crotch chop. Oh, however, they stopped it right after however I figured, man, you know, there's some young kids here, and that would probably be a bad idea uh, to do. That's right, Mike and Joe. But here's the thing. <laughs> that dunk gave me a false set sense of confidence that I probably shouldn't have had. Um, so the next week, Joe, I go and play in a teen sta- or excuse me, a student staff basketball game. Oh, with, classic. Yeah, right. So at Benson High School, most of those kids, uh, you know, played varsity basketball and all that stuff. Man, things were good. Warming up, do a layup and come down. And my left calf just said, "Nah, I think we're good today." You know, and uh, you know, I was doing this thing to where, and Lynch was just talking about. It. You ever seen those internet videos when you look at somebody's calf or a muscle in their body and it's just like moving? That that was me. The other like day. it looks like Rashad said this in the break. I'll give him the credit for it. It looks like it's trying to break out of your skin. Dear yeah. God, yeah, like it was it pretty starts, bad. It's like it's like it looks like there's like a snake under there and it's like manipulating the muscle. Like, oh man, like that's that's not fun. You know, so I should probably <laughs> I should probably yeah, not play. Not but fun. guess what? I decided to play anyway, and things were good. Like I mean, I, I, there wasn't a problem. It didn't really hurt at all until about six thirty. You know, in in the evening, and then I just couldn't move at all. So, uh, yeah, man, I, it's time to really get in shape. Like, because not being able to play basketball anymore is kind of sucks. And if we're going to start the 1080 The Fan mixtape tour, then I'm going to need to be in great shape. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Quick, but... what's your what's your mixtape name, Joe? Oh, like my baller name? Yeah. Out there, um, you know, give me give me 15 to 20. I can come up with something. Okay. Something fish-related, Lynch. I'm sure. Hmm. Boy, you just dropped us on. This is a creative process. I mean, you can't Orange just come Julius up with the name. would honestly not be a bad yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good one. Because uh, he's sweet on the court. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking more of something like he's Big frothy. Stiff or something like that. Big but Stiff? Is that what I just Big heard? Stiffy? That, that is exactly what you just heard. Not <laughs> not with the Y, but if you'd like to add the Y, you can go for that. I was thinking of like the old, uh, the what was the old name of the 33 Oregon Ducks? The Tolfers, right? And, uh, yeah, something like that. Like, tall, tree-like guy who can't move very well. The Doug Fur. The Doug Fur. <laughs> the Doug Fur. I like Orange Julius, actually. I think that's really good. But I would spell it with the Jew being J-E-W, right? Of course. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yes. Yeah. Goes without saying. Yeah. I like it. There you go. What's yours, Rashad? Uh, mine is... Uh, um, you asked the question and didn't have one prepared? <laughs> uh. She loved it. Taylor made. Okay. She loved it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Taylor made sounds like a good one. I think I'll go with that one. It's pretty easy. <laughs> I think if you're saying she loved it, I think the answer is no, she didn't. <laughs> if that's your name. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. But no, Rashad can dunk. That's good. I boy, I can't. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I, I dunked on like a I think a eight eight and a half. At, I dunked uh, on the tw- Fisher Price at, hoop at Twalton Park the other day. Nice. No, it was, you know. Joey I, was quite impressed. I think that might have been my last dunk ever. Joey's also my a life. child. <laughs> yes, he's also nine and uh, can't even touch the rim. He's impressed by a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So, sadly, the video quality was really bad. Sorry. I think you've just got, like, an ancient phone, don't you? No, no, I don't. Don't do that. Because it came in. I don't know if this happened to you, Joe. It came in to my phone 
like I'm holding my fingers like a pill apart, like a little like Advil. That's how small it showed up on my screen. Yeah, me too. And I had to like click it in a very specific corner to get it to open up and play the video. Huh. So I think you just have a bad phone. Convenient. I know. It was blurry oh, quality. How can we prove okay. the duck now? <laughs> okay. Well, luckily, I have it on my very clear phone that I have no problem showing either of you. <laughs> I'll show you how small it showed up on the video, though. It's funny. I think I think it's an Android iPhone thing because sometimes my girlfriend will send me videos from it's her phone. Galaxy, and don't you never forget it. Well, it's an Android. It's not an Android. It's Galaxy. We don't call that it is, that anymore. That is an Android, though. We don't call it that anymore. That's the operating system, Rashad. No, it's not. What, what is it? I mean, it is. I mean, it's that's literally the operating system. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he doesn't have Android or Galaxy. Apple OS. He's got something else. <laughs> nah, I got yeah. I got Gamecast. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got Netscape. <laughs> man, you iPhone users, <laughs> you guys, man. Do you remember Netscape? I do. Netscape Navigator. Yeah, there was a there was I saw this on Reddit the other day. It was uh, one of those time lapse graphs that would show you like a pie chart of things, and it was uh, most popular internet browsers by year. Netscape hung out, held out for a long time as being very popular because it kind of fought off Internet Explorer because Internet Explorer came out and people were still using Netscape and then Firefox came out and that started to kind of bite into it a lot. And then now everyone uses Chrome, but it was just one of those interesting ones. And I was like, man, Netscape was really like the most popular for Whichever did the fastest porn search, that was the one I was using Mm. as a kid. What were you really looking up? I mean. Well, I wasn't using porn as like a five-year-old, but okay. Oh, okay. Well, you were like five. Age difference. Yeah. Forgetting. (laughs) You're so much younger. Yeah. No, it was, uh, that was, that was not what my first internet experience was like. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't really use the internet, but it was, I didn't really use it for, for anything but porn until like, (laughs) And seriously, when I started using the, I was like, oh, I can, I can watch all this here for free. That's awesome. I didn't use it for anything but porn. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh, there's other stuff here. I can learn. Wow. I can buy stuff. That's awesome. There's chat rooms. Wow. This is a really cool place. All right. Well, let's take a break. Coming up next, Celtics defense. Uh, I saw, well, this is from a, a couple months ago, I think, but oh, I guess earlier in the playoffs, which feels like a couple months ago at this point. One of the ESPN guys, Zach Lowe, said that the Celtics defense was maybe one of the best he's ever seen. And the more and more that I watch it, the more and more that I'm starting to ask myself that same question. We'll get to that next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. At Papa Murphy's, we make your pizza fresh. Clear for bake-off in three. So you two, can bake it right one. away. We have bake-off. For a limited time, get the cowboy pizza and enjoy an out-of-this-world pizza. Beautiful. Papa Murphy's. Change the way you pizza. Now you can enjoy MLB Play, the one app with all your favorite free MLB games. Enjoy Beat the Street, Quick Pick, and more. Enjoy competing against friends. Enjoy unlocking exclusive rewards. Plus, your chance to win $5.6 million. Download MLB Play. Enjoy the app. Enjoy the show. MLB Play. 
No purchase necessary. Must be 21 or older to enter Beat the Streak, which ends at the conclusion of the MLB regular season or when the grand prize is won. Restrictions apply. See MLB.com forward slash play for official rules. Isaac Rop for Laurelhurst Market. No restaurant in town will take better care of dad this Father's Day. Get a special edition butcher box filled with awe-inspiring meats dad will love, like a 22-ounce boneless ribeye steak or, for superior tenderness and bolder flavor, a 28-day dry-aged bone-in ribeye. Pork chops, sausage, bacon, and salami included. Sauces and rubs, too. Perfect for old pops. Hit laurelhurstmarket.com to see the options and then just order by phone and set a pickup date. Laurelhurst Market, more than just your friendly neighborhood steakhouse. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. See, now you've upset Rashad. This is the worst Uzi song. Uh, it was just like the closest one on the page. This is a sad to my mouse. <laughs> but it's just a sad song. How do you, Joe, do you have like a place that you get these instrumentals? Ah, just go to YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. I always try to find stuff on YouTube, and it's usually like karaoke versions of it or like people remaking it really poorly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just got to listen to them ahead of time. Because, yeah. yeah, those remakes, it's just yeah, not the same. No. Not the same. Never the same. Never forget. All right. Well, uh, let's get back to the NBA Finals here. The Celtics defense with... Ime Udoka and the Portland coaching staff is sensational and complicated and layers deep with what they call hidden layers that they use on a game-by-game basis depending on the matchup that took half a season to build and has turned into one of the most suffocating defenses I can remember watching in a very long time in the NBA. I don't want to speak in hyperbole. You know, everything recent is the greatest ever, but I don't know about greatest ever. But in terms of what I've seen recently in the NBA, especially in a game where defense has become way more of an option as opposed to a uh, as opposed to a uh, requirement, this is fun to watch. It's the basis of it is they switch everything, right? That's kind of the basis of their defense, but they they integrate like multiple defensive systems into their system. And that's why it works. Like if you think about the Blazers with Terry Stotts, that was drop coverage, right? That was the basis of their defensive system was drop coverage, where if there was a screen, 
the other guy who who was the defender of the guy going around the screen would drop, essentially giving up the shot because they wanted to protect the lane. Now, the Celtics, they switch everything, but they use drop coverage if need be. They use hedges if need be. They play zone defense off of screens sometimes, which is something I haven't really seen before. At least if I have, I didn't know what I was seeing, where somebody get, comes off of a screen and because they're playing Golden State, I was looking at some of the highlights from game one. It was a, it was an article written about it that that's that showed because the Warriors have so many cutters going towards the basket that the Celtics kind of just back off and go zone to just clog all passing lanes and leave it so that there's either going to be a tough shot for the guy who went around the screen or just an even more difficult pass. I, I've never really seen things like that before. And all credit goes to the Celtics for figuring something like this out because obviously it's a complicated system, but being, you know, obviously credit to the coaches, but being able to in the middle of the year have this moment of realization of, oh, we got to do it this way, huh? And then have it come to fruition and you annihilate the nets and you hold KD down completely, almost completely in that series. And you've just been a, a steamroll or you've been steamrolling through everybody defensively in these playoffs. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with, um, personalities of, of people in that organization, right? Uh, Ime Udoka, for those who don't remember him as a player for the Trailblazers and some others, uh, was a pretty good two-way player. But defense is really where he shined a lot of the time. Marcus Smart is somebody that's really become a, a defensive coach on the floor. We all saw that clip of him in, in game, uh, game one telling his team, like, this is in Miami. We can't play them the way – we played them. We're not just going to give them open jumpers and think that they're going to fall. They're not going to fall. Like, you know, when they do, you got to step up as opposed to stepping. Like, those are things that you're not that I think a lot of teams don't have a guy that can step in and say those things and, and be right on point. But when you start looking at where the Celtics are, like for the season, um, they're third in the NBA in points allowed. You know, they're they're fifth in the NBA in assists allowed. They're fifth in field goals allowed. They're fourth in and three-pointers allowed. Like, they defend the three-pointer better than any team in the NBA who shoots the best three-point percentage in the NBA. It's the Warriors. And so they can, in the fourth quarter, we really saw that defense kind of come together. Most of the game, actually, because the Warriors never really were able to go on, like, a a huge run to where it seemed like, it looked, at, t- at times where it looked like the Celtics were out of it, and then that defense kind of, started coming back and, you know, started they started making more and more and more mistakes. Well, the Warriors did have a couple of 10-point leads. And no, we know yeah. In the modern-day NBA, a 10-point lead isn't really anything. And it, for the Warriors, a 10-point lead is the start, the beginning of the end, you right. know, because once they get up 10 and then they hit another three and it's 13 and you make a mistake and now it's 16 and all of a sudden the, the, the game is out of control. And there were points to where it felt like this game is about to get out of control for the Celtics. And they just were able to just keep to uh, – not hate saying this because it's it's you know it's corny but they stayed the course and they were able to make sure they did all the right things defensively to get them back in that game their defense won that game for them offensively it it took a forgot my guy number nine um Derek White yeah it took him making some incredible three-point shots you know what I mean one of them with defense right in his face was like oh that went in crazy but it took that happening but it was really that Celtics defense down the stretch that was like yeah we're not going to give you any more open threes you're not going to get any more open middies. Like, all those things are pretty much shut down. So that defense that they have, it's been the same really since they had that turnaround uh, right around that 25-game 
the 24 and 25 or whatever they were at that point. It was right? January, right? Yeah, it was like, you know, almost mid-season. It's like, man, we're not going anywhere right now. Ever since that day, they I don't know what they what they said in the locker room, what Emei did to them, but either way, this defense is just on a whole nother level. And the length of Boston is bothering them. The length of Boston bothered the Nets. It bothered the world champion Bucks. And then Miami, who I said multiple times on the show, I think Miami's the best team in the East. And at times they made Miami look JV against them just because that length and athleticism that everybody on that Boston team has, I think was just too much for them. And where the Warriors shine is you have a long, lanky clay. You have a long, lanky Jordan Poole. You've got guys like Kaminga and all these other guys come off the bench that just have nothing but long arms and long legs and can shoot. And I think the Celtics' length and the fact that they play great defense – really bothered them and I think if they do it right it can continue to bother them when's the last time you've seen the Warriors hit by a team's defense like they were in that fourth quarter in game one because it it never feels like when you watch Golden State that it's the other teams doing when they struggle it always just feels like they go cold or they kind of have like a lapse of of their attention span but in this fourth quarter, it felt like Boston imposed their will on Golden State and the Warriors just crumbled. Probably the um probably that uh that Grizzlies game where that Grizzlies defense, which is, you know, can be very good, especially without John ja Morant, just made sure they didn't make anything. I mean, I think they had to do more with that defense than them being able to miss missing shots because no, their I, defense is very good. I thought to me that was just we're up 3-0. Who cares about this game from the Warriors? But I'm saying, but if you're asking when's the last time we've seen it, like we haven't seen, we didn't see it from any of those Cleveland series. Um, we know the reason Toronto won is because they lost KD, then they lost Clay. So that was a, a pretty much a gimme. Although Toronto's defense was good that year. It was very good. But when you when the two best players, two of their three best players from the other team aren't there, yeah, I can, I'm not, I'm not as worried about Draymond Green going off for 30 in the third quarter. Like that's not something it's, that it, I. It's just the way that this happened was so startling because there were there were numbers that were out there that were talking about how if you came off a of game seven and you had to play game one in the NBA finals, uh, that didn't normally go well for you. And Boston was coming off the game seven, whereas Golden State was coming off of a five-game win. So they had so much rest. And at the end of that game, when Boston should be at their most exhausted because they just played a seven-game series, multiple seven-game series, and they just score 40 points, and give up 18 like it, that's yeah. not the trends of basketball <laughs> and and you know why that those two seven game series you know worked out well because the east was better than the west this year they just were like i mean when you took a look at the the eastern conference top to bottom as far as the playoff teams they were i think they were better than the teams in the west for the most part and so you go seven games with the world champion bucks and beat them down in game seven you go seven games with the teams that I think a lot of people picked to come out of the East and Miami and beat them down too as you do it, you know. And so you've had games for Boston where they were down, it looks like they should be out, and then they come back and have some type of miraculous win. They've been doing this all season, and they've been doing this for most of the playoffs. And so I'm not super surprised that it happened in game one. I thought they would get one in, uh, in San Francisco. It looks like they got it, so – Clearly, I don't think they're going to get two, and I would be super shocked, super shocked if they go up 2-0 
um, and and beat them in what's it called now? Not Oracle Chase. What's it called? Uh, Chase Center. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everyone keeps saying Oracle, but it's not that. But it is, it is the Chase Center, right? I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. But yeah, I think Boston is they're they're right where they need to be. Um, it is. They don't have to. They don't have to win this game. They've done their job. You're supposed to come in and split uh, during the, the, the first two games. That's exactly what they did. Now they just have to go home and defend home court. All you have to do there, split again. Like, I mean, just keep it <laughs> just keep it simple when you're playing against this Warriors team. But if they continue to apply pressure, especially to Steph Curry, like they're going to have to make Clay Thompson be second uh, game two Clay, game three Clay, and game four Clay. Because if they do a good job of suffocating Steph, and making things more difficult for him, which again, it's so much easier said than done. Then they have a good chance of becoming what 18-time world champions. And mind you, this isn't the Boston dynasty we're used to. And so I think that's why a lot of people, if you're finding people that are rooting for Boston more, it's like, why are you rooting for the team with all the championships? Well, because we weren't around for most of those championships. Oh, I'm not rooting for Boston. I mean, I think a lot of people, especially if you're here in in in, in Portland, and you have any connection to the Northeast or any connection to Westland or anything like that, then you're, you're probably actively pulling for Boston at this point. All right. And we're tired of seeing Golden State win. Let's get, let's get into our number two. We've got the big blazer news. We got to get to, we've been uh, waiting off for the second hour for that. And we have hated or love it coming up at 10 30, but coming up next, an offer was made to purchase your Portland trailblazers. And we'll get to that next. This is sports Sunday on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 